And speaking of tight ends, speaking of tight ends, let's transition to to the fantasy side here. You know, fantasy wise, Darren Waller had himself a great game. Kelsey was Kelsey. No surprise, he was on my fantasy team, so no surprise there. So as we head into to week two, Chris, give us some of your your fantasy start and seven for this week. So we are we're back. This is probably one of my favorite segments, honestly, that we do. So I've actually had some people that play in our leagues that we do share uh, use some of this shit against me. So it's fun to do, but then it's like, uh, man, I don't want to be giving away my trade secrets. But you know what? The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. That's absolutely. So that's what three movie references and in one show. I'm I'm on a roll, man. Yeah, that's a reference to my. I think I didn't have had any music reference, but you know the show's not over yet, so I'll sneak in something. I'll sneak in. All right, well, we'll we'll, we'll let it slide in. So week two fantasy stardom sit em. So I usually do my typical rundown of quarterback, running back, wideouts, uh, tight ends, some trap players, uh, you know, so on and so forth. So your must starts, of course, are going to be uh, Kyler Murray going to Minnesota. Patrick Mahomes going to Baltimore, Russell Wilson going to Tennessee, uh, Tom Brady uh, handling uh, uh, Atlanta, uh, Dak Prescott going against the Chargers, and then Jalen Hurts against uh, San Francisco. Now, some of your stronger starters that you're definitely going to have the advantage on, if you got these guys on your team, good. If not, there's honestly a very good chance that a couple of these names I'm about to spit are going to be on the waiver wire or in free agency. Uh, one strong start is going to be Justin Herbert from uh, the Chargers. He's going against Dallas' defense. Uh, Tom Brady shredded uh, Dallas' defense. Um, Dallas had put up a hell of a game last week against Tampa Bay. Justin Herbert, however, just a t- tad bit more mobile than Tom Brady and a little bit more ambitious. Uh, Tom Brady's already proved everything he needs to prove. He's just now having fun. Herbert is now in that stage where he's got to prove. Um you know, uh, with this new look offense, uh, you know, it kind of came together against Washington last week. And and I think the Cowboys are going to be a much more manageable opponent at home in L.A. Uh, Matt Stafford in the uh, with the Rams uh, at Indianapolis. I think he'll have another strong uh, game against the Colts pass defense that struggled with a very similar looking Seattle offense from last week. Uh, also, with Matt Stafford, a new new threads, new team, I think he's definitely going to have a hell of a year out there. Um, one of the up and comers, Joe Burrow, um, you know, coming to, you know, or excuse me, going to Chicago, um, you know, the Rams exposed big holes in the Bears pass defense. Um, and Burrow has a very deep arm. I think we all know what he can do with it as long as his knee stays in one piece. Um, so expect him to have a great game. Uh, one of your guys that you were high on and actually predicted them to possibly be a Super Bowl contender, Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns, uh, playing the Houston Texans, uh, man. Mayfield played well in Kansas City. That's not something you can say for a quarterback. I, I would consider Kansas City being one of the the hardest. It, it's like playing in the swamp, playing in College Station, playing in in, in Alabama. Uh, um, Kansas City is one of those. I, I think honestly, it got rated the acoustically loudest stadium in the NFL, if memory serves me right. Um, but you know, he's going to have a a I think it just a monster game against Houston. Houston has a real issue with playoff action plays. Baker Mayfield loves to run that. Cleveland loves to run that. I think another strong start 
um, is going to be Ben Roethlisberger. Um, you know, I think they're going to use the same play model that they did against Buffalo. They struggled in the run, so if you're not running well, you switch gears and you go to the air. Um, and you're going to be looking that he's got two top three wideouts and a coverage personnel in the Raiders secondary that I think we saw how they played against um, uh, what you call it. Excuse me. Uh, um, on the Monday night game. Sorry, brain fart, boys. Um, some of your DFS bargains, if you're playing like a DraftKings or FanDuel, some guys you're going to be able to buy low. Uh, Andy Dalton, uh, this is his ultimate revenge game against the Bengals. Um, you know, he, he statistically plays incredible at the 1 o'clock time slot. He's going to be extra motivated, um, A, playing against Cincinnati, and then B, knowing that Justin Fields is just a few snaps away from taking his job. So I think you're definitely going to see him come out. Another DFS bargain, this one I have as my trap is Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's going to have uh, two two types of games. He's going to play really good or he's going to play really terrible. There's going to be no situation. Um, I think Tampa's uh, defense last, uh, last week was a little iffy in the secondary. And then also fantasy-wise, and if you look at numbers and statistics, Matt Ryan played Tampa Bay twice last season and put up very good good like top five quarterback numbers those weeks um i think that atlanta is going to be slowing the rundown against tampa just due to the fact that tampa's tampa's front seven is just an outright monster of a, of a machine so i think that you're going to have a secondary that todd balls is trying to piece together right now when matt ryan just air raid offense and is going going to the air almost every opportunity this if, if you're in a situation where you have drafts you got money and you're in a quarterback situation Pick him up, but if he breaks some, be, be careful. Uh, one of your streamers, and again, this is something that could be a trap, is going to be Teddy Bridgewater um, with the Denver Broncos going to Jacksonville. Um, where I say this can get uh, a little hostile is Jerry Judy's not playing. He is facing injury on the road in Jacksonville. I think Denver's going to be run heavy slants. If you're playing in a PPR league or a, 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 or a points per catch league, where the quarterback gets points, I think that definitely this could be a, a, a win-win situation. I think we all know how Jacksonville is, so we're just going to go ahead and leave it at that. Some of your weaker starters at quarterback this week, I'm just going to run through them. Uh, Ryan Tannehill uh, going to Seattle. Uh, Kirk Cousins going to Arizona. Jameis Winston going to Carolina. Even though Jameis Winston, I did praise him in the beginning part of the show, I don't think that he's going to have a touchdown crazy scenario that he did in week one. Carolina's defense is a little bit more stout. And then also the Stains are still a run for first team with Alvin Kamara. Um, and you've got a young, inspired Panthers defense that I think is going to be firing on all cylinders. Um, Suha Sagalova uh, going to Buffalo. Um you know, I, I, I know I haven't really said a lot of nice things about him in fantasy, but, you know, the proof is in the pudding. And I think that the the Buffalo Bills are going to have a re, uh, like a regroup game this week um, based on their loss against uh, uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, another week start, Jimmy G going against the Phillies defense. This one, I think this, this is the game that sets the precedence for Philadelphia's defense. Um, if they can contain Jimmy Garoppolo, and I honestly think they will, um, th th this this could be good for Philly, bad for Jimmy G because Jimmy G does have Trey Lance that is just just chopping at the bins to get in there. So I, I think he's going to be a weak start. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I'm just going to declare him a weak start until further notice. Um, I 
I told people, and I, everyone was high on him on the draft. I said playing and playing in college and playing in the NFL as a quarterback were two very different things. He played in an okay conference. I I, I personally say the ACC is probably. I would say the second best conference in football to the SEC because they do have continuously competitive teams making the playoffs or or making top 10 rankings. However, the rest of your schedule does kind of get a little iffy. You have a new head coach that's never coached in the NFL before with Urban Meyer. You have a new quarterback who's never played in the NFL with Trevor Lawrence. That just spells disaster. But like I said, for now – Keep him on your bench if you have him. Maybe later in the season he might turn up. You can use him as trade bait, or if you're in a, in a bad place, you can use him. Uh, another weak start, which um, you know I, I, I'm sure some people are going to be a little hard to believe, is going to be Derek Carr um, with the Raiders going to uh, Pittsburgh. He was an absolute Maserati in, in the second half against the uh, the Baltimore Ravens. However, the Steelers' defense is a whole different ball game, so expect him to go sour lemons real quick, fast, and in a hurry. Uh, your running back must starts. These are the guys. If you don't know, then you probably shouldn't even be playing fo- fantasy football. But you know, Alvin Kamara, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Zeke Elliott, Najee Harris. Uh, these cats. If you don't know them, just just go ahead and quit your team. Uh, uh, your stronger starts, however, um, James Robinson from Jacksonville going to Denver. Um, I wouldn't worry about you know Carlos Hyde just yet because they're going to use Robinson more as a runner and receiver in the early downs and in the early game, and then maybe step up Carlos Hyde in, in high-stress situations. Um, Tyson Williams from Baltimore going to uh, playing Kansas City. Um, he, you know, he has some pass protection issues, so, you know, he, it's a little bit scary for him to pick up a block. However, he definitely can get some, some hands on ball and definitely score some points for you. Uh, Chase Edmonds from Arizona going, or excuse me, playing Minnesota. He's definitely going to be a reliable RB2 in most weeks. However, um, you know, with the Vikings struggled against Joe Mixon in week one, I think that Chase Edmonds can definitely uh, be that that status quo. And then also, uh, you don't have to worry about James Conner cutting into Edmonds' touches uh, this week. Uh, Elijah Mitchell uh, from the 49ers, uh, definitely between him and Trey Sermon, could definitely take over the backfield since uh, Raheem Mostert, he's done. Uh, so I think we, we could definitely see some great things coming out of that. Devin Singletary, I think, will run all over Miami. Uh, Miami has a lot of holes in their run defense and coverage packages. And when you allow that to happen, Devin Singletary finds a hole. That dude's going to be gone. Um, Leonard Fournette from Tampa Bay. Even though that Rojo is, quote, starting, despite being the fumble doghouse and fumble machine that he is, um, I think Fournette is still – he's the most talented all-around back, I think. Because you got if you look at the trio, you've got Leonard Fournette, Giovanni Bernard, and Rojo. I think Fournette is – he's bigger, faster, stronger. He, he, run, he can run parallel and lateral. And then he also has, I think, the best pair of hands – between the three of them. If you're in a position where you need a flex or maybe uh, an RB2, I think Fournette is definitely going to have a strong game. Uh, Jamal Williams from the Lions, I think, is going to do uh, some great things to Green Bay. Again, this is a, a, a revenge game for him play, you know, going uh, to Green Bay and playing. Um, and I think, honestly, he's, he's a top three offensive player next to DeAndre Swift, TJ Hokinson, and then I think Jamal Williams is that third 
piece of the of, of the triangle there. Uh, on the other side of that coin, A.J. Dillon from Green Bay, I think we'll have just a solid of the game. But essentially, both of these teams have terrible run defenses is, is what I'm getting at if you catch my drift. Your DFS bargains with DraftKings and FanDuel, um, I think Kareem Hunt, uh, it's, at some point, I think they're going to rely on him uh, a little less in the passing game. But right now, the supplement Nick Chubb in, in key running situations. And then also, he's so versatile in his independent script for the game. Um, he can run, he can block, he can catch passes. So I think if you're in a situation, again, that you need a flex or an RB2, maybe yours is hurt or maybe you don't feel comfortable in the matchup and you're playing in a, uh, in a DFS league, why don't you scoop him up? Some of your weaker starts for running back, uh, Daryl Henderson from the Rams, Miles Gaskin from Miami, uh, Mike Davis from the Falcons. Now, this is one guy that I was super high on because he filled when, when Christian McCaffrey went down for Carolina, Mike Davis stepped in and took over and had a hell of a season. I honestly didn't know this man's name until Christian McCaffrey got hurt. Um, I, I I thought with him riding that high and then going to, to Atlanta that maybe Atlanta would build uh, something around him. But, well, we all know how that works. And then also, he's th- this matchup is absolutely terrible against the nastiest run defense in the NFL right now with Tampa Bay. So go ahead and slide him on that bench, throw somebody else in. Uh, Josh Jacobs is going to be another uh, weak set from the Raiders at Pittsburgh. Um, you know, he didn't score. Uh, or excuse me, he did score in week one, but otherwise he didn't run well. Um, I don't expect this to be any better. Javante Williams from Denver going to Jacksonville. This time's coming, just not yet. Uh, Rojo from Tampa Bay. Uh, you know, the matchup says yes because we saw Atlanta's defense last week. However, the man just fumbles. I'm not sold on him, and we talked about this last season. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll go from there. Uh, Mark Ingram uh, with Texas going to Cleveland. Um, I, I don't expect him to, to just do well. The script does not read well for him in Cleveland. Uh, literally any Jets running back that you have, whether it be Michael Carter, Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson, uh, uh, you can't put a square peg in a round hole. New England's front is very good on the run. They're going to put a stop to it. And I think also this newfound bromance possibly with Zach Wilson and Corey Davis, I think is going to be the steal of the show. And then he Hines from the Colts uh, going to the Rams. He's normally just okay, but you have better options. Go, Please go find some. Uh, your wide receiver must starts. Uh, quick run through Calvin Ridley, Stephon Diggs, DJ Metcalf, Devontae, Park, or Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, D-Hop, AR2, uh, Keenan Allen, C.D. Lamb. And the list goes on and on and on. Like, it's like a journey song. Um, your show starts. See, I actually got a music reference there, Ladarius. So I'm one up on them and three up on you on uh, on movie references, man. You got to catch up, boy. Uh, uh, your strong starts for wide receiver Chase Claypool and Juju Smith. Both of them going to Las Vegas. Um, I think they should definitely – or excuse me, they're not playing in Las Vegas, they're playing in Pitt. I think playing at home and then a Raiders secondary, that's going to be an easy cut. I think they're going to have their fun with it. Um, Antonio Brown, I'm finally happy I could talk about this, man. I do like these these uh, revival stories of careers. Uh, Brady brought him in to Tampa. Everyone was like, dude, this guy has cancer, this guy's trash. And Ladarius, I think even you and I maybe in the past season or two were very uh, – uh, verbally aggressive about his stance in the NFL and his attitude. And correct me if I'm wrong, 
Because I remember, I know I busted his balls, and I think you, I think even you might have chipped in once or twice. Yeah, yeah. you know, I'll, 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 I'll just jump in real quick here. I, I, I did because the reason why, Chris, is that I know how good he is, and I know how talented he is. My biggest problem was if he could, you know, be the guy that I know he was early on in Pittsburgh. Because listen. I always make the case that, you know, Antonio Brown, he was a top five receiver in the league. It doesn't feel that long ago. So, you know, seeing him now, seeing, you know, maybe a bit of maturation, and that all goes to going to an organization having structure. I'm not saying Pittsburgh didn't have structure. I'm not saying, well, I, I can I can say the Raiders didn't have structure. I can say that with confidence. Even here to New England, that was more of, you know, he was in a one-strike-you're-out policy there, but he learned. And Tom Brady knew how great of a player he was. And he knew that Tom Brady created that structure there for him to thrive. And if you saw him, you know, if you saw him week one of the season against Dallas, you saw that A.B.'s looking like a guy that, you know, he, he's playing like a number one and on a team that you could potentially say has three number one receivers on that roster. Yeah, you know, uh, and that and that's that's the 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 unique concept of Tampa Bay is that look, look at who they have as receivers. I mean, and 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 or power position. You know, you got Gronk at tight end. You got Mike Evans who has league amazing numbers. You've got Chris Godwin who. Again, <laughs> looking like an outright stud. And then you got A.B. on there. I think this game, um, you know, he is going to blow up. I, I, I really think he will. I think he's going to have a hell of a game. Um, best of luck to him. Continuing on with other wideouts, they're going to have some solid games. Uh, I, I, I think Brandon Cooks is going to take advantage of the high-volume uh, uh Situation here, and then also with Tyrod Taylor, quite like the gunslinger. Um, I think this even might be the chance for a Tyrod Taylor comeback. I'm not saying that you know Houston's going to go and win the Super Bowl by any standards, but I think that he could develop something with with Brandon Cooks. The only thing with Brandon Cooks, he's got to stay healthy. Uh, Tyler Boyd from the Bengals uh, going to Chicago. I think uh, he was he, he was a quiet one in their trio uh, in the season opener, but slot work. Playing the Bears and also Joe Burrow, I, I think that he'll he'll have himself a uh, a solid week. Uh, Mike Williams, you know, he looked healthy in, in week one, and uh, I think he can definitely burn away from uh, Trayvon Diggs on the Cowboys secondary. Uh, Jarvis Landry and Cleveland going to Houston. Uh, I think Landry will definitely stay the, the, the master of the pass game, um, even more now that OBJ is rated out for the second game of the season. Um, now, we, I did talk about this, uh, you know, in uh, a couple minutes ago. The Jets, Corey Davis, him and Zach Wilson, I think are going to have an absolute blast this game. Now, are they going to win? I don't think so. Um, however, I think that Zach Wilson and Corey Davis will both have good days. Uh, and, and then also with no Stephon Gilmore, he's got a quad injury. Um, the matchup isn't the best, but without Gilmore there, I don't think that New England has anyone with the height that 
Corey Davis does. So all Zach Wilson has to do is do what he did before, put it up in the air, and let the veteran come down and bring it. I think he sees a lot of receptions and, and some decent yardage this game. Uh, Marquise Brown with the Ravens. Uh, I think all Hollywood is going to get his starring role, and I think that they're definitely going to have some uh, uh, some fun times with this, especially with support of uh, uh, Sammy Watkins to draw some coverage off of him. Um, on the flip side of the uh, Jets-Patriots game, I think Nelson Aguilar from New England. Um, him and Jacoby Myers, if you're hurting for a flex auction, mainly just because of the matchup. Um, the, the Jets secondary, essentially it's just Marcus May and Marcus May. Um, and, and then Christian Kirk. This is a guy, Christian Kirk, uh, you know, a lot of people in all three of the major leagues that, that I play in, he is neither undrafted or was picked up in the the, the 14th or 15th round. Um, I picked him up, and that man had 31 points for me. Uh, I don't expect for him to get 31 points every week, but I definitely think that with him and Kyler Murray, I think there's that's definitely a dynamic duo in the making that we're going to get to have the, the blessing to see for many years to come. Your DFS bargains for DraftKings and FanDuel, uh, Devonta Smith from the Eagles. I think he has another big game. But him and Jalen Hurts is... This is homecoming. It's two boys playing pitch and catch that did it for years. One of the hard things, and, and you and I talked about this, Ladarius, at the quarterback position, it's cerebral. You have to mentally understand and comprehend the game. Uh, one of the easiest ways to do that is to have a connection and a relationship with a receiver that you understand almost to the point of his step stride, how many inches between his left foot and right foot. Um, you, once you figure out the timing and you develop that type of relationship with a receiver – that's dangerous. The fact that these boys played in college together, now they're coming out and playing in the pros together, I think he's definitely going to be a bargain. Buy him low, sell him high. That's, that's just like a house. Uh, Jamar Chase from the Bengals, same situation. Um, rookie wide receiver, matchup, enjoy. Tim Patrick, I think with, uh, with Jerry Judy out with his injury, Teddy Bridgewater is going to rely on Patrick, so definitely do your thing on them. Uh, some of your weaker starts are going to be Julio Jones of the Titans. Uh, you know, he had a rough Nashville debut, and he really didn't get a lot of uh, uh, of attention from Ryan Tannehill. Um, I think it's going to be the same situation. I think also Seattle is going to become a very aggressive team here. Uh, Brandon Ayuk from the 49ers going to Philly. Again, uh, you know, this is where I say uh, uh, we're going to have to take a look at the Philly defense. Are they real? Are they not? More to come at 11. Uh, right now this week, uh, Corey Sutton with the Broncos goes uh at jacksonville post the injury with bridgewater i don't know i'm just i'm not feeling comfy with him uh marquez calloway go from new orleans going to carolina um they just have too many options right now so i think this guy's definitely going to be on the back burner jalen waddle from uh, miami going to buffalo um you know they, they definitely played solid against a solid Steelers secondary um so We'll, I don't know. We'll have we'll have to see what happens with that. But I think Jalen Waddle will definitely have a weaker game. And then also, I think that Devontae Parker is going to get the looks. Uh, literally any Jaguars receiver, just go ahead and put them on the bench. Any Giants receiver, go ahead and put them on the bench. Any Colts receiver, go ahead and put them on the bench. My 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 one player who I'm going to call, I think I'm going to invent this one, call it the teeter totter is going to be Robbie Anderson because I don't want to put him as a as a weak start, 
but I also don't want to put him as a strong start. Now, with Sam Darnold coming into the mix at Carolina, Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson played amazing together in a New York Jets organization completely ruined by Adam Gaze and an absolute disarray. Now, Robbie Anderson, Chuck Deduce up, went to Carolina. Sam Darnold somehow found his way down there. So they have that connection. However, the Saints are going to be a little bit more aggressive, and their pass rush and secondary are a little bit better than what they were playing last week. Um, I don't think the big save is going to be that 65-yard pass. I think it's going to be a lot of checkdowns. So unless that they have Robbie running a lot of slants and a lot of a, a lot of quick out routes, I don't see him. But I still think he'll get some balls in hand, possibly a score. Um, your tight ends, you know, that, that's we'll, we'll, we'll hit these guys last, and you know, that was our segue into them. Your main starters, you know, Ladarius hit it hard and hit the nail on the head. Kelsey Kittle Wall. Andrews, uh, you know, then you've got your other ones like Gronk, uh, TJ Hokinson, Logan Thomas. Uh, you should know them. If you don't, just just go ahead and hang it up. Your strong starts, of course, are going to be uh, John U. Smith from New England going to the Jets. Tyler Higby from the Rams uh, against Indy. Robert Tanyan from uh, Green Bay going to Detroit. Uh, you know, I hope that game one was a fluke. I'm putting I'm putting Tanyan as a strong starter. I hope that we're going to be able to see a better Aaron Rodgers then because the Aaron Rodgers that we saw uh, this week or this past week was like Frank Gallagher from from Shameless. He was just looking and disheveled in disarray. And I say that because I saw a funny meme that reminded me of that. All, uh, Gerald Everett from the Seahawks going to Tennessee. Tennessee just doesn't do a solid job against tight ends. So, it's, I mean, that's just, that's just who they are. Um, Cole Komet, uh, which – Chicago uh, going against Cincinnati. I think that uh, he'll definitely get some work against Jimmy Graham in the opener uh, and should score in a short passing situation. Um, David Njoku finally starting to get some, uh, you know, things ahead of him. You know, he was a first round pedigree coming off a, uh, you know, a big game. Uh, Austin Hooper still ranked ahead of him, but I think with Njoku being injured the majority of the season and then coming in, Austin Hooper kind of stole some sunshine from him. I think he needs to uh, to, to get back. Your DFS bargains for tight end, uh, Jared Cook from the Chargers. Uh, he had steady involvement from Justin Herbert. And, again, uh, Cowboys struggled big time against tight end coverage. Uh, you know, I, I honestly think that he could get, you know, Jared Cook could get six receptions, 70 or so yards and a touchdown uh, on, on, a, on a low, low buy. Some of your weak starts that you want to go ahead and throw on the bench if you got them at tight end. Uh, Austin Hooper, Hunter Henry, Mike Jasinski, Zach Gertz, Jawan Johnson. Uh, those are going to be the main ones. So that's my startup and sit them. Uh, best of luck to everyone in week two, except if you play me or now if you're in my division. I definitely want you to lose so I can just try to have my easy streak. So hopefully this helps out. Um, hit us up on the on the social media. Ladarius has all the names and stuff. I'm just a loud voice to talk, so he'll give you all that info. Um, good luck week two. Yeah, I'm trying to question what my role on this show is now all of a sudden. I'm just the guy who hey, throws out the... <laughs> you, you're, you're the wizard. That's that's what you are, man. You you make this show work. I'm just a loud voice. That's, that's all I am. I, I come here, I cause controversy... I, I stir the pot a little bit. I bring some fantasy football insight. I pick on my own Jets. I hate Ohio State, and then I leave. 
You you do all the hard work. You are the man. You are the man behind the curtain. Except you're actually cool. You're not like that little weirdo from The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Listen. First of all, I'm taller than him, so that's uh, that's, that's gonna be a script discrepancy right there. Shit. I think even I'm taller. Than him. <laughs> you know, I, I have to run the tape back on that. But you know, well, you, I was thinking, well, maybe I, I'm kind of like like you, you've never seen the movie Michael Clayton with uh, George Clooney. Ah. Uh, like the, he was essentially like a fixer, and I'm like, in, in a way, when I when I, li- I listen to the episode, you know, when I put it out, and I go, somehow I have to be the fixer, not in a bad way, depending how you look at it, but but before before we get out of here, you know, but before before we get out of here today, you know, check us out on social media at Sports the World on both Twitter and Instagram. Check out uh, the social media, our social media. I'm on Twitter at Ladares underscore Brown and face and on, on excuse me Instagram at Ladares double underscore Brown. Chris is on Instagram at Chris again. Next time I'm Ladarius and I'm Chris. Be real, be you, be blessed, and more importantly, be safe from all of us here from the sports and the world podcast. See ya.